Happy November. Leah Pika here. Today's guest is helping data practitioners save tons of time on the analyticizing stuff so they have more time for the presentating stuff. Stay tuned to find out who's watching the clock on the Present Beyond Measure show, episode 60. Welcome to the Present Beyond Measure show, a podcast at the intersection of analytics, data visualization, and presentation awesomeness. You'll learn the best tips, tools, and techniques for creating analytics visualizations and presentations that inspire data-driven decisions and move you forward. If you're ready to get your insights understood and acted upon, you're in the right place. And now your host, Leah Pika. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the 60th episode of the Present Beyond Measure show, the only podcast at the intersection of presentation, data visualization, storytelling, and analytics. This is the place to be if you're ready to make maximum impact and create credibility through your thoughtfully presented insights. And today you are here either because you are ready to get the recognition you deserve with your data presentations, or because you're just exhausted from reading and sharing Twitter memes around Four Seasons Total Landscaping. That really happened. Well, it's been quite a few weeks, eh? (laughs) Nothing major happened, just one of the most landmark elections of our time. And you know, data played a huge role in this national event, and I definitely worked my finger down to the nub pressing refresh on the New York Times electoral vote map, which was really cool. And I want to say that no matter who you voted for, it is my deepest wish that we are going to do our best to move forward together. I have a little thing about that later. I'm still hopping around the virtual speaking circuit, so there's still time to register for my virtual keynote at the Observe Point Validate Online Summit today at 2 p.m. Eastern. I'll be delivering my signature three pillars of presentation enlightenment to prevent presentation zombification keynote. So you can register for free and catch me live at leahpika.com slash validate. As usual, I'm excited for today's guest, but in particular, it's the first time that I'm featuring an analytics tool that is designed to help you do another part of your analytics work faster, not necessarily the presentation side or the visualization side, but the analyticizing side. So I'm really excited to introduce my guest today. Let's get to it. All right, everyone. Today's guest is a product marketing manager responsible for connector marketing at Supermetrics, a technology tool that picks up all the marketing data you need and brings it into your favorite reporting, analytics, or storage platform. She joined Supermetrics as employee number seven. And in addition to connectors, she launched and promoted the company's top products, such as Supermetrics for Google Data Studio, for Excel, and for BigQuery. She's also the mastermind behind the Supermetrics Template Gallery, a place where marketers can get free plug-and-play templates for their reporting systems. And she is also host of the brand new Marketing Analytics Show, a podcast helping marketers get better at analytics, where she shares all the how-tos and actionable advice from top marketers, including 
me, one of her first guests. Please help me welcome the latest guest in my superstar women in analytics spotlight, Anna Shudko. Welcome, Anna. So we actually met through our mutual friend, Bronco Crawl of B King Digital, an excellent SEO and analytics consultancy. Highly recommend looking him up. And I would love to start with your origin story. Everyone loves to hear how great practitioners fell into this wacky, wonderful world of data analytics and digital marketing. Yeah, great question. And I didn't even know where to start, but I'll do my best. <laughs> um, so I fell in love with tech marketing in general, um, not necessarily with a wonderful and wacky world of analytics to begin <laughs> with. Um, and I worked in an ICT company before I joined Supermetrics. And then there I realized that I really, really love explaining complex technological solutions. Um, I worked, uh, actually worked on... Um, at a couple of other companies uh, and with one accelerator before and after that. And I realized that I really love the startup environment. So I was also mm. looking for something with a more relaxed, you know, dynamic startup um, atmosphere. Uh, and Supermetrics was a natural next step because it basically combined both. So on one hand, I had the IT part and I could become a better tech marketer. And on the other hand, I also had this dynamic startup environment because I joined as an employee number seven. Uh, when I joined, we only had Supermetrics for Google Sheets. And uh, for those of you who do not know what Supermetrics is and what it actually does, we provide uh, marketing analytics tools for marketers. So, And uh, I always like this joke. I always say that I'm a uh, Marketing squared because I'm a marketer and I market for marketers. Market marketing <laughs> product. I like that. <laughs> yes, uh, and um, uh, so Supermetrics uh, for Google Sheets with the first product when I joined. Uh, what we do is uh, we help marketers transfer data from platforms like Facebook Ads, Google Ads, mm. Google Analytics, HubSpot, Salesforce. Uh, Google Sheets, Google Data Studio, Excel, BigQuery, um, and in these data destinations, as we call them, marketers can build marketing reports and analyze their data. So basically, we're removing this manual element of copy-paste, mm, and okay. we help marketers <laughs> focus on what matters. So they can set up a data transfer to have data in BigQuery, and from BigQuery, they can pull it to, for example, a... BI tool and crunch the data there, or they can pull the data directly to the spreadsheet and then focus on analyzing the numbers, or they can, again, pull the data to Google Data Studio and analyze trends there. So a very, very handy tool, which makes boring things automated. And I fell in love with this idea. I fell in love with this tool. Um, like I said, back then we only had Supermetrics for Google Sheets. Uh, which transferred data to Google Sheets. Um, but the moment I saw it, um, and that was another funny thing, because the website at that time wasn't as great as it is now. <laughs> and it had these little red stars all over the place, which looked funny. So the design was completely off. But the idea was there. And when I saw that, even like through that 
a horrible design, I understood that it's a fantastic product that's going to change the industry, that this mm. is something that marketers need, that this is something that makes their life easier and more enjoyable. Because once you don't have to think about, okay, how do I get data from A to B, you can start mm -hmm. thinking, okay, how can I use it? What can I do with these insights? Who else can I share the report with? Who else can get access to this data? And this whole democratization and data freedom is something that we fully support. And that's something I'm very excited about. And as a product marketing manager for Connectors, I get to work with every single new integration. And we have a fantastic team. Of course, every single release is a joint effort. So I'm really, really happy to be here. That's amazing. I love hearing how people sort of find themselves in this. And, you know, a lot of the experts that I've had on the show really centralize around the actual practicing of it and the speaking of it. But I very rarely have an actual uh, service provider or tool set on the show. And what I'm trying to do is broaden that a bit so that practitioners know what kind of tools are available to them so that they can spend more time focusing on what matters. So that's what I want to make really clear to the listeners today is, you know, I, I'm an analyst by trade and I would just connect to platforms through Tableau or Data Studio, or I would just drop things in an Excel file. What makes Supermetrics such a much more powerful way to connect to that data as opposed to sort of directly-ish? Um, so basically, if we take a look at the process itself, so let's take Google Data Studio, for example, we will see that there are actually a couple of steps in between without supermetrics. So say we take supermetrics out of the equation mm -hmm. and we only focus on getting the data to Data Studio. So to do that, for example, you want to get data from Facebook ads. You would have to pull data to Google Sheets. Again, the question still is how do it because you would have to either copy paste or download a CSV file and upload this file to mm -hmm. Google Sheets. And then you would have to use this Google Sheet as a data source for your Google Data Studio dashboard. Mm -hmm. So once again, we have a spreadsheet and you have to mark which columns you want to use, which names should these columns have, how should the data be structured, mm -hmm. and use it as a tiny database, like, like I said, tiny data source for your data studio. That's a bit challenging because that requires you to be very, very accurate uh, no mistakes when you copy paste. Mm, okay. The data doesn't update. The data doesn't update naturally because you've just copy pasted it. Mm -hmm. It's quite um, challenging to make sure that all the data formats are good because Data Studio only uses specific, you know, date, month, year format. So you have to know that as well. And then mm -hmm. you have to organize everything in a way that is clear to you. So once you open a Data Studio dashboard, there are metrics, dimensions, and you know what's what. So you know how to combine them, you know how, what you can split by what to get meaningful results. And that's kind of challenging because you have to think about all these tiny little details. And sure, I mean, some people can do it and it's probably cheaper, but what they are losing sight of is that it takes a lot of time and time is an irreplaceable resource. Mm. I mean, you can spend <laughs> yes. more money, but if mm -hmm. you just spend your or your clients even worse, like your client's time, 
that's not ideal in my opinion. So why not use a well-built algorithm that has no mistakes and you know 100% that because it's a machine, it's an algorithm, you will have the data in the right format, in the right form, um, and you will have the data you need Mm-hmm. in a fast and reliable way so you can focus, like I mentioned, on building the actual reports in Data Studio. And that's just Data Studio. That's a very simplified example. If we take the query, it's more difficult to get data there because there are, I mean, sure, you can upload a file, but once you have you know, a whole data warehouse, you have a much, much larger amount of this data, presumably. So it's very, it would be very hard to upkeep all these transfers and make sure that they run effectively if you do not have a solution like Superventrix in place. I see. Okay, so there is something happening between the raw data sets that I'm working with and my actual dashboards in Tableau or Data Studio. And rather than what I remember to be sometimes days or even weeks of cleaning up thousands of rows of data, adjusting columns, creating formulas that would then I would then reshape in Tableau and export out into new sheets (laughs) to be put back in. (laughs) You're saying that Supermetrics takes that off of the analyst's plate in a way it's it's the hygiene part that is usually manual. Is that right? The hygiene and the actual transfer. So you do not have oh. to move data at all. So basically oh, we move data from one place to another in a very, you know, like fast, reliable, accurate way. So when I see that, when I hear how many people, um, how many folks in my community talk about how trust is such an issue that they can't get people to trust their data when they're trying to present it effectively. Would you say that it's increased reliability and maybe even speed to market is helping them present more effectively or be more persuasive? Definitely. I think that if you have a great report and you know the data in this report is reliable and clean Mm -hmm. and trustworthy, you feel much more empowered and you feel much more confident you know, building with this data and then as a result, like presenting this data to your audience. And that, of course, affects you even psychologically. If you know, okay, there is an algorithm. It has made all these transfers. I have all the data in my spreadsheet. And I know for a fact that the data is reliable. Of course, it's going to affect you. You can just remove this hurdle from the back of your head. And once, like, once again, like I said, focus on what actually matters, which I think what we should do because we are people and our power is, you know, engaging people in a human connection. And we love inspiring and what could be, you know, better than inspiring with very accurate data. Yes, this, okay, this is beginning to make sense now. So paint a picture for me. I'm trying to wrap my head around what it actually looks like. How is an analyst actually interacting with Supermetrics when they're working with their data? Yeah, sure. Um, And I just wanted to mention that it's not just an analyst who can use the tool. It can be any marketer because the tool is super intuitive and it's Hmm. quite easy to use. So this way we're trying to make it accessible to everybody in the organization. Mm -hmm. So uh, even if you're not a marketer, but you would like to see how your campaigns are performing, 
Um, and for example, you're from sales, you're collaborating with marketing. You are free to do this once you have access to your data sources, once you have Supermetrics license. So Supermetrics is a platform agnostic tool, which means in practice that we basically go on top of all the data destination products. So our products are called Supermetrics for Google Sheets. Mm -hmm. Supermetrics for Data Studio, for BigQuery, these are quite self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. Let's take Google Sheets. So what you will get in practice is an add-on. And once you've installed the add-on, it's a sidebar. So mm -hmm. on your right, you will see a thin sidebar, which will uh, show you the steps. And you first select from where you want to get data from. Say, I want to get data from Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. Then you select which time frame I want to get data for last month. Then you select metrics with, for example, impressions, clicks, I don't know, conversion rate. You split these metrics uh, by a dimension. You don't have to do it. It's optional. You can just pull some metrics for a specific data range. But you can split them by month, by a day, by geo for example, and then you have special options which can help you modify your data. For example, you want your data to be presented in a form of a pie chart, and you can select that. You want your data to be sorted by uh, name from ascending to descending. You can also do that. You can limit the rows, how many rows you want to get. So it's a very flexible tool which allows you to get very, very granular, very specific insights. Uh, to the question you have. And once you've selected all that, you just click get data to shit and then you watch the magic happen. So then uh, the data is there once the query is completed um, and we call them queries, the okay. process of getting this data. So every single request that you have, so I want to get my impressions from Facebook ads, split by clicks, uh, sorry, split by geo um, is one query, for example. And once you've run all these queries, once you have all the data in a report, then mm -hmm. you can start playing around with it, then you can start modifying it, then you can also create your own formulas, for mm -hmm. example, if you want to go one level deeper. Oh, cool. And I think that's amazing because, again, it gives you freedom, so you're not limited yeah. by anything. And if you want additional data, you can run more queries or create a separate report, whichever you like. So that's... Supermetrics for Google Sheets. Uh, Supermetrics for Excel works in a bit of a similar way. Uh, Supermetrics for Data Studio goes inside the Data Studio UI. So you don't even have to access Data Studio's UI, really. So you just connect your data sources. And once you've connected them, you can create a Data Studio report. So you just open a new report. And in the list, you will see your data sources. And there is a sidebar, but there the sidebar is built in. And from there, you can create from which data source, you take which metrics, which mm -hmm. dimensions, and then build more visual reports. Data Studio is not as big on formulas compared to spreadsheets or Excel, obviously, mm -hmm. but it's a great data presentation, data visualization tool. There are mm -hmm. a lot of custom visualization options where you can create your own graphs and present your data in your own way. Hmm. Interesting. So I remember when you were describing this to me, I want to make sure I understand. One of the things that stood out about how you described the tool is that you would think about the goals that you have for your analysis, and somehow that would inform the queries that you end up making. So can you give a specific example? I was like, oh, that's interesting. My goals around the analysis. Love to hear more. Yeah, of course. So 
basically it all starts with the whole idea, like which report you're trying to create and for who this report is. Mm, so okay. think about your audience because you can create it for yourself. You can be your own audience. Perfectly fine. We have people who are building it for their teams, just internal reporting. Or we have somebody who is building it for the client. So that's a bit of a different type of report. So you present different data there. So um, let's talk about these two. For example, if you're building a report for your own team, you might want to have a weekly budget pacing report, meaning how much our campaigns have spent uh, within a given time frame and how much they would have to spend for us to hit the goal. And at the same time, you track the results. So how many clicks, how many impressions, et cetera, we got. You can also add Google Analytics to this a wonderful report and track how many people have converted. You can, if you're running an e-commerce store in Shopify, can act the Shopify data as well and see how many people added something to cart or bought something. Um, these reports are typically automated, so the team checks them on a daily or weekly basis. And um, yeah, well, like I said, they're automated and it's easy for you to see the results immediately. And if something goes wrong, you can set it up so that you receive an automated alert. So we have an alerting system in Google Sheets. So you can select, okay, if this goes, if, if clicks go, you know, if drop, they drop below 50 or 100, alert me, send me an email. And this way you can act very, very fast. So that's perfect if you oh, need wow. to keep, you know, hand on your pulse and check how the campaigns are performing in real time. And especially very, very handy and very cool, for example, for um, Black Friday or Cyber Monday when you really need to bid, react fast. Um, client reporting is a bit of a different animal. There, I would recommend using Google Data Studio because there the reports are easily shareable and they're more visual. So it's like a small presentation. And once again, you add the data sources, you think, okay, what do I want to show my client? Usually you want to show the results. So how would you show them? Which specific campaigns have you run and how exactly have you contributed to increasing their ROI? So ROI is usually the metric you want to focus on in mm -hmm. these client and executive reports. Mm -hmm. And let's take a quick break for a special message courtesy of me. There's never been a more important time for presenting data accurately, confidently, and impactfully to your stakeholders and clients. If you're a leader or agency owner whose team is responsible for driving database decisions and keeping satisfied clients, and if you've tried other data storytelling courses, trainings, or instructors in the past who missed the mark, I get it. With over seven years of experience training data and digital practitioners in the unique art and science of presenting data, who knows the unique challenges of this field, having been in it myself for 12 years, I'm ready to help. I offer both live, virtual, and online course solutions with ongoing learning support options that suit your specific organization's needs. Visit leahpika.com slash workshops to schedule your strategy session with me and we'll get started on your custom training solution today. That's leahpika.com slash workshops. 
That definitely paints a clearer picture. And do you have some success stories where you have certain clients that really just implemented this tool in a way that drove very measurable results? What were they able to accomplish with it? Yeah, sure. We actually have a lot of success stories, uh, but I have a couple of my favorite. So one of them is a British team, uh, the British agency. So they're called Sleeping Giant Medium. And they have been using our Google Sheets product for years, if I remember correctly. So long-term fans there. Mm-hmm. Um, their, uh, so Sam, their team lead, uh, was able to shorten the amount of time it took for him to create a report from three days to only two hours. And that was massive because imagine you come in Monday morning, you start collecting all this data, you start, you know, uh, figuring out which metrics you want to have. And you have 55 clients and every client has five channels each. Uh, And then he started preparing all these reports and he would only get everything more or less ready by Wednesday. And the problem was that it was already Wednesday, so he only had Thursday and Friday to optimize the campaigns to communicate everything to the client. (laughs) The actual work part. (laughs) Yeah, and that very clearly shows how, well, like I mentioned, the team was able to save time, but also they were able to improve the quality of their services because instead of... Um, sitting there and copy-pasting numbers, they were able to actually talk to clients to ask them, how would you like us to proceed? Wow. You know, how would you like uh, these campaigns to be run? Can we suggest this? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he could think of something else, maybe more creative approaches to running their campaigns. And that was a deal breaker. Um, now, I think they're also using our Data Studio product for more visual client reporting. Um, on the data studio side, we had an amazing case with Nestle, where th- previously, before using Supermetrics, they were relying on their brand managers, so basically on external stakeholders to provide insight into their marketing campaigns, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, is a bit crazy even because it's such a big, you know, like massive brand and they have very important campaigns. So every company should be able to own their data and report and make sure that it is accurate themselves. So that's exactly what they did. They started using our Facebook ads connector for Google Data Studio. They've built reports, shortened the time, but also got control over their marketing reporting, which was a very, very crucial thing for them. Mm-hmm. And nice. uh, one of the recent use cases is uh, Supermetrics for BigQuery used by VanMoof. VanMoof is an electric bike company based in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Very hipster, and they're so cool. <laughs> they were using spreadsheets for storing large amounts of data. And of course, the spreadsheets were very slow and not very reliable still because the amount of data was huge. And they started using Supermetrics for BigQuery and using Supermetrics to run transfers to BigQuery. So once the data was in BigQuery, they could very easily manipulate the data, store big amounts of historical data, and then export this data to wherever they want. I think they're using Power BI to visualize it, but they could very easily crunch all these large amounts of data. So in a nutshell, 
what Supermetrics is allowing data people to do is instead of all the time that it takes to put together an a report or data for a presentation and then have like 5% of time left over for actual recommendations and decision making, you're taking all of that off their plate. Yes, exactly. Wow. I'm thinking back to the day, my agency days when I would spend the first entire week of each month just crunching numbers to figure out our spend and chargebacks <laughs> to our clients. And that was so much time loss that could have been devoted to exploring what was happening with our keyword campaigns and how to stay more ahead of competition. So, wow, man, if you guys were around 15 years ago, I would have been <laughs> very happy. <laughs> I oh, wish. That's amazing. So I feel like anyone working with data and connecting to different platforms should absolutely give you guys a look. So when marketers are getting started with reporting, you know, it's an interesting thing to dive into. You know, I remember downloading the wall of numbers and being like, okay, here we go. <laughs> what would you suggest uh, for people in getting started with that? Yeah, sure. Um, so first things first, like I already mentioned, probably you should figure out what your goals are because you're not going to proceed anywhere if you don't have clear goals in mind. Um, so from where would you like to get this data? What exactly are you trying to accomplish? Mm, um, goals again. Then uh, you should think about the audience. Audience and goals pretty much go hand in hand. So when you know you're building an executive report, you will know that, okay, I need to show the ROI, hence I am building uh, this and this and this graph. After you've identified on a general level what the report is going to be about and who it is for, you should ask yourself which data sources specifically do I need? Um, for example, if you're building, as we like to call it, paid channel mix, which combines data from different paid ad platforms like Facebook ads, Twitter ads, Google ads, etc., you might want to add Google Analytics to show how many clicks have converted and from where. If you're using email as a bundle in your marketing campaign, you might want to add more email results data mm -hmm. to have a more holistic overview of how your marketing is performing. So once you already have defined your channels or data sources, you start building the report. And I recommend just start building and have the first you know, quick and dirty version shared with your colleagues to get their feedback because um, I often made this mistake early in my career where I would have you know, like perfect everything. But in reality, you don't have to perfect everything. Just create the first MVP and then share it and get feedback. And then often the audience or your colleagues uh, will help you. They will guide you. They will say, okay, hey, this is awesome. And I want to have this graph and this graph so you can mm -hmm. start implementing their feedback immediately. And once you're done, mm -hmm. then uh, you just share the report and that's super easy. Wow, awesome. I, I love how you give, it's not just a tool, you're giving a whole approach for how to think of this entire process so that you're really empowering data people to push through and, and enable those decisions, right? So that's an amazing sounding process. That is great. So thank you so much. Yeah, of, of course. So, I mean, you guys are probably 
sitting at the forefront of what's happening in data analytics because you're connecting, knowing what the new sources are and yep. figuring out those integrations. So what do you think are the top trends that are happening right now in analytics? What are you excited about what's developing and, and all of that? Yeah, sure. I think it's a very, very exciting field. And first of all, I just want to say that marketing is becoming more and more and more technical. And if before people, you know, could have turned a blind eye to analytics, now they cannot. Absolutely, that's impossible. Because if you have so many tools and so many channels, you need to understand how exactly you're using these channels, how exactly you're using the data stored on every single channel mm. and you need to spend your marketing budget wisely. And if before, you know, the world was without supermetrics, so you did not know where your dollars were going or you had a hunch. Right. Now the black box is not so black anymore. So you have the tools to answer these questions and you have attribution models to test. So uh, every marketer should remember like I mentioned, that the marketing is becoming more analytical, more technological, and you should definitely invest in your own education, and you should definitely go ahead and try out mm -hmm. these tools. And it's not very hard. The tools are really not as hard. Uh, people were complaining that, uh, you know, at first they were complaining, oh, Google Sheets is hard, and now, now they, they look at Data Studio, and then they look at BigQuery, and oh, like that is hard. But it's really <laughs> not hard. <laughs> Even Google BigQuery is super easy. If you open it, you will see the UI is pretty intuitive. Mm -hmm. And with Supermetrics, you will see you just schedule transfers and it's super clear. We also have um, kind of like a sidebar looking flow, for example, in our API product. So you will be able to choose which data you want for which time frame, split by what, and then build this table in um, your BigQuery and then export it elsewhere. So I would say that, um, yeah, marketers should remember that they should invest in their own education and just try out new stuff. So that's a very big trend that's already has emerged and that will continue to grow. Another big trends are, uh, one is that marketers are no longer limited to marketing platforms. So now we see data coming from HubSpot, Shopify, which are not your traditional marketing mm, platforms, which very are not like cool. Facebook ads. And you can combine this data with, say, data from Facebook ads. So you have a very holistic overview of your business. Marketing is becoming more strategic. And marketers have this data flowing from all different channels, and they can have much better insights. Because mm -hmm. if you know which page on Shopify or which product or which model of this product performs better than campaigns much better because your audience becomes more targeted because you have a much better understanding what works with your audience because you have a much better understanding which discounts for which products you can give to your audience and during which time frame so it's becoming very 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 precise and i think this is awesome because now you can once again focus on what matters and get creative with your marketing approaches well, I think yeah. what you're getting at, and that's exciting because, you know, as an online business owner, I deploy my online courses from a platform called Thinkific, and I run and get client engagements through Stripe. And these are not your typical platforms like my Google Analytics that is, you know, necessarily connecting right into Data Studio. 
So it feels like a way, it's so great that you're kind of staying on top of what those new platforms are and how to translate, you know, HubSpot CRM. I, I use that for my CRM and, you know, understanding sales pipeline data in terms of like which deals got closed because there was the most activity. Is it emails? Was it calls? Like I can just see how many different angles you can, slices you can look at all of that. And um, that's a great position for you to be in if you love data, <laughs> where you guys are. <laughs> that's great. So I would love for you to tell us more about your brand new podcast. I always get so excited when there's a new podcast in the analytics yeah. plague sandbox. <laughs> and it's uh, the Marketing Analytics Show. And first, you know, the thing I always want to know is, all right, there's now a bunch of podcasts out there. What is going to make yours different and really invaluable to the listeners? Yeah, and uh, likewise, I'm super, super excited to have Leah as one of our first guests. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. She was amazing, you guys. And, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank go you. Go listen to the episode. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Marketing Analytics Show uh, is a podcast about, you guess it right, marketing analytics, mm -hmm. and we stay very focused on the topic. So when we were first thinking, okay, what podcast would be about, we've decided that we need obviously something to differentiate. Uh, so each episode is max 30 minutes, which mm -hmm. allows us, like I mentioned, to be very focused. Uh, there is um, very little conversational element, but it's done on purpose because we want to keep the show, like I said, very focused on point. Right. The guests that are there are fantastic experts in not only marketing analytics, but also in their own domain. For example, mm -hmm. we have AJ Wilcox, who is a LinkedIn ads guru. We have mm -hmm. Dwayne Brown on the show, who is um, an expert. Um, and uh, I ask them very precise questions, and then they provide very actionable insights. So if you're listening to the podcast, you can write down the answer, and uh, you can immediately start using this answer. Mm, so nice. you can put it into action. So you basically wake up in the morning, you listen to this podcast while you're going through your living room or, I don't know, mm -hmm. the yard. <laughs> Then you sit down in your kitchen with your cup of coffee and yep. then you can already start, you know, like Googling, implementing the advice, building new campaigns using these advice or if you're using Supermetrics um, or say Data Studio, any other tool, you can start building reports. So you have very clear ideas of what you could do next after listening to this podcast, which is the goal we're trying to accomplish because I found that there are quite you know, many podcasts out there, uh, which are maybe not as focused on the topic. So we try to be very like laser focused on the topic, which is it's kind of like my style. I feel <laughs> like I'm a very focused person. Mm -hmm. So we try to deliver this experience of, you know, very actionable, very fast and very clear ideas to our listeners. I think that's fantastic. I think that's all a listener could want from a business podcast is give me something I can do right now. Yeah, exactly. So I really appreciate that focus for you. So 
you know, obviously this was a challenging year <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> and, you know, interestingly, there must have been such a much more pressure to focus on accuracy for data um, this year more than ever. But if you had one message to send out to the analytics and marketing community, what would you send out in the world right now? Yeah, sure. Um, I would say uh, one very, very inspiring thing I heard, which is not necessarily related to you know data, but to maybe the situation in general. So it is um, every single crisis has two sides. So one is this panic oh my God, everything is down, we're in fire, um, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. uh, the bad side, the sad side, the terrifying side. But once you get through that, there is another side, which is the opportunity. And that is something I really, really hope that people, you know, remember. Mm -hmm. And I really, really hope that this is something that inspires them. Because once you start seeing all these new opportunities amidst all these small and big medium crises, then you can size this opportunity. And these are opportunities which have never been existing before. It's like the first time in my life and I'm sure in everybody else's life, many people's lives um, that were going through such massive changes in mm -hmm. the society and like in the environment everywhere in general. Um, and like I mentioned, so many more opportunities emerge. And I just hope that if people learn how to pay attention to the data that surrounds them, because now we live in a very, very data intensive mm -hmm. environment and we should learn how to use this data to our advantage. And I'm pretty sure that if you have this data, if you analyze it correctly, if you come to some conclusions, you will be able to grasp these opportunities that emerge and they will emerge 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, and you will be able to create something new that never existed before. And I think that's very inspiring. Oh, that is really inspiring. It's, I always am so glad to hear that people are encouraging, not only just to appreciate that this has been such a challenging year, but that there are opportunities to look at when we are ready to see them, you know, ready in our own time. Um, I do want to ask, I want to actually start asking this question of my podcast guests, because I'm assuming if you're listening, you actually like podcasts. Are there other podcasts that you just can't miss? What are your faves? Um, these are actually not marketing podcasts. That's okay. Uh, I'd love to hear whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I have my marketing podcast. Annali, uh, sorry, uh, Everyone Hates Marketers is one of them. Uh, <laughs> it, it's an amazing marketing podcast. That's for the listeners who are looking for maybe a more specific marketing podcast. Okay. So that's one. Uh, I usually listen to VC podcasts, uh, to SaaS podcasts, because I want to sure. learn more some, about something that we could implement at Supermetrics. And mm. these podcasts are very, very good if you, again, want to size the opportunities because they cover big trends. 
And they cover shifts in uh, consumer preferences, which I think are very, very useful for every single, not only marketer, but generally business person these days. Mm -hmm. So um, Saster podcast is one if you are more into SaaS world. Mm -hmm. And 20 Minute VC is my absolute number one favorite when it comes to all things business investments and uh, generally how to develop your company and uh, how to develop your people as well. Awesome. All right. So we have arrived at our final question. Think very hard here and imagine this very (laughs) plausible scenario. (laughs) You're crossing the finish line of the Kauai half marathon when you suddenly trip and fall into a vortex that pulls you back to the moment you're about to deliver your first presentation or report or (laughs) speech, whatever. If you can remember, what are you presenting about? And what would today you say to yesterday you? Oh, my God. (laughs) What would I be presenting about in a Hawaii marathon? Oh, no, no. It's, It's you going back to the moment when you first presented something. It's a time... Maybe it doesn't make total sense. <laughs> it's a time portal. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, sure. Um, what? Which tips would I give to myself? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would probably be like, I would just tell, like, I, I would just tell that Anna, like, to be maybe less harsh on herself because mm. I was always like, you know, try, try hard, um, and I would just tell her that everybody is human and we Mm kind of tend to see these uh, business people and yeah maybe that's coming from the VC podcasts um, in a very serious way Mm -hmm. but the reality is that everybody is still a human and you should definitely um, keep that in mind and uh, consider that and even if you make a mistake people would understand as long as you clearly and genuinely articulate that if you say like hey I messed up, you know, or say something personal or open up more. People will generally understand. People are Mm. not horrible monsters. They are just people. And if you just keep that in mind, I think it would be very, very easy to deliver presentations. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's always amazing what we see in retrospect. And I really love the advice to just be easier on you. I really Especially now. Especially now. (laughs) Well, Anna, unfortunately, our time has run out, but I've really enjoyed connecting with you. So tell the listeners where they can keep up with you. Yeah, sure. Uh, So I tweeted very actively at Superpower Anna on Twitter, and you can find me on LinkedIn, and you can add me on LinkedIn. I'm very responsive there as well. So Anna should go on LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, feel free to tune in to the Marketing Analytics Show and uh, learn more from the experts there. Awesome. Well, all of those links are going to be available on the show notes page for this episode. And and I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm honored to be one of your inaugural guests on yours. I know it's going to be amazing. And I can't wait to keep working with you and just see where Supermetrics Helps takes us to the future of analytics. Really good stuff. Thank you so much, Leah. I really, really enjoyed this conversation as well. And I hope we'll catch up soon.
All right. It's so great to be welcoming a new sibling in the analytics podcast space. Aw, I can't wait to see what wisdom Supermetrics will bring to your ears. And make sure to keep an ear out for my episode with them, too. So if you haven't already worked with them, go check them out. You can sign up for their basic plan completely free at leapika.com slash supermetrics and get 20% off any paid plan with the code PIKA. So to catch all of the links and uh, register for the conferences, resources, all that stuff, visit the show notes page at leapika.com slash 060. Please leave me a comment or suggestion because I want to hear about the challenges you face when presenting information. And if you like what you've heard, oh man, please, from the bottom of my heart, hop on over to iTunes. If you're already there, just hit subscribe and please leave a rating and review because not only does it help me and I know that I'm on the right track for you, but it also helps the ranking of the shows, which gets it out to other awesome practicing presenters like you. And I'll leave you with a bit of regular big picture inspiration because man it's been a crazy year and that is by Nelson Mandela and it is the time for healing of the wounds has come the moment to bridge the chasms that divide us has come the time to build is upon us I feel like that sums it up for me It's possible that we've never experienced more divisiveness and judgment as a collective species in our lifetime, at least in this nation. And even though the principles that govern our nation are decided through a competitive process, still, it is still our great opportunity to begin listening to each other, understanding each other, and remembering that there could be a world in which everyone wins. So I hope that brings some peace to those. I know this has been quite an exhausting finish, almost finished to an exhausting year. Don't forget to take my new assessment to find out what's stopping you from getting the glory and recognition and rewards you deserve by going to leahpeka.com slash assessment. And that's it for today. Stay well, stay safe. Namaste. Namaste.